Hello and welcome to the Greetings from Wherever podcast. This show is about artistic inspiration and the creative process. Thank you so much for tuning in. Big thank you to all the patrons who make this show possible. To learn how you can join and support the show, head over to patreon.com slash Music. Let's begin. Hi, I'd like to welcome to the show Raul Adrian Ochoa, a.k.a. Modern Day Midas. Um, he is a multifaceted artist. He is a singer-songwriter. He also uh, has these great um, like designs on vinyl that he does uh, that we'll get into later. That's He uses recycled vinyls and makes custom designs for people. It's so cool. I've, had, I've ordered a couple myself for uh, friends and family. And, uh, you know, also has a, a Twitch live stream situation going. We'll kind of talk about all this stuff, but uh, definitely really excited to have you on the show. So, so welcome. Well, hey, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's good to see you, man. So I wanted to kind of play a little catch up, man. What have you been up to during quarantine to stay creatively busy? You know, creatively busy. Um, my my day to days are basically kind of wake up. uh take the dogs out, find something to eat, you know, just scavenge for food. (laughs) Uh, Maybe sit down and um, work on a vinyl or maybe I'll stream. Um, I actually have been taking time away from the music as far as my own time at home goes. Uh, like I don't really pick up the guitar too much, but if I do, it's like, I'll learn a song. I'll dedicate maybe like half an hour to it and then I'll move on to something else. Yeah. I, I noticed you say on Facebook that, uh, and this is interesting because this is something we've talked about on the show with, with a few of the guests is, uh, you mentioned that you felt like you had a little bit of a, a drought as far as like writing goes, like stuff you said, I think you said something along the lines of I, have, I haven't written anything that I've liked in a while. And then it finally happened. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Like walk me through that. Like what's that, what's that like the writer's block thing. And then finally that, that moment of like, Oh God, thank you. <laughs> well, well for me in particular, uh, this always happens right after I release an album. Like it, it's almost, how can I, I I'd liken it to like a morning period. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> Where like you need to, you need to take some time once a project is done and just let it be, <laughs> um, and let it like you can promote it or push it. You can let just see what happens organically with it. You can do whatever approach you want with it, but once you put it out there, it's out there. And uh, I kind of like to, especially like when it comes down to the wire and like mixing and uh, recording and all that other stuff, like sometimes it can feel a little hectic. So even though I'm a soloist, (laughs) uh, it can feel a little hectic just kind of getting all the ideas out. And so I take it as a needed break and then it starts to bleed over into, oh crap, did I lose the ability to write a song? (laughs) Just the general anxiety of musicianship. Oh, absolutely. There's definitely moments, um, you know, even on stage where I'm like, oh, I I completely forgot this song that I wrote, you know, (laughs) in front of people right now. And it's on the set list and the whole rest of the band is planning on playing it. And uh, I don't remember anything from it. So, (laughs) you know, it's it's funny how that works. But then, you know, you're kind of mentioning like. I kind of forgot how to write songs for a second there or 
like you know i don't know if i could do it right now and it's that's an interesting thing the sort of uh self-doubt anxiety that you're talking about that i think we all go through in some some way um yeah and i think you reach a point uh at least this is how it's felt for me um with every because i i just released my fourth one so with every album the first one it was like oh god word vomit let me get all these songs out um all right, I got to create something more cohesive for the next one. So like I focus all on that. And then after the sec, after the second one, I was like, huh, I had a really long dry spirit, dry period. And I started to get really, really concerned that I was never going to be able to write another song. I was like, Is there, am I two and done? And then I wrote the third one and the same feeling coming up to the fourth one. Um, so now that I've had that feeling multiple times, I kind of just like, I'm going to let myself sit in the relaxation of it as opposed to get anxious about it. Yeah. Is like, it easier I know the like, skill didn't disappear. <laughs> is it easier to like silence that kind of inner critic now that you've been through it and you can recognize what's happening? Um, it, I imagine in a normal world it was, but especially during COVID, that voice was extra loud. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine that. And, you know, we've, we've talked about that before, like on this show too, uh, there was an author, Adam Knight, that was on uh, a few episodes back. Uh, you know, he talked about like, he's an author. So, you know, a lot of stuff that he does creatively, like he really should be alone, you know, and by himself. And that's kind of like when he's going to write the best anyways. So this creates a lot of moments like that for him, but there's also that whole element of like, oh my God, what's happening in the world right now? <laughs> you know, and like trying to kind of deal uh, with some of these things emotionally and how that affects your ability to write. And that's that's an interesting factor as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, and you know, we're, we're kind of talking, your most recent album is called uh, The Bird, The Heart, The, the Mechanical Parts. And that came out yeah. earlier this year. What was it like? Feb- I, don't, I don't understand time anymore. So when did that come it, out? Cause... <laughs> the, the day before lockdown. What? The day before lockdown, I dropped it. Wow. Dude. <laughs> I had this whole plan. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so talk about all my promotions just, like, going to hell. <laughs> my ideas just going to hell. <laughs> For sure, man. And that was, like, before any of us had any time to adjust to anything. That was, like, you know, a moment of, like, oh, my God, what are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah, that's when we thought it was going to be two weeks. That's so true. That's the other, yeah. That's nuts, man. I can't even imagine that processing all those things. Um, man, that's that's crazy. But uh, yeah. So I guess you know, we I kind of mentioned at the top of the show that you're uh, you're very multifaceted as an artist, as a creative. Um, kind of what is that about? Like you do so many things. Like you're you live stream and you do like gaming and music on there. You write songs. You put out albums. You know you create these vinyl designs that we're going to get into later like what 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 about that attracts you of like doing so many things you know is it just um a lot of it is born out of necessity or or half of it's born out of necessity for me and the other half is kind of born out of um chasing a feeling um so when growing up i played football for most of my life uh for about 12 years. So like football was my main thing. It was my obsession. It was my focus. Then I blew out my knee my senior year, went to college. And in college, I discovered theater. 
uh, I got the same feeling being on stage doing theater that I did being on the field playing football. Mm. Um, it just, it was a feeling that made sense to me. Uh, like, I feel like I'm here doing something that is important, whether or not it is to anyone else, it, it's important to me. Yeah. Um, and then theater, uh, college passed and I started doing music in college and it was a pretty parallel feeling to theater. And so I decided to just like, I don't have to really pick one. I can do both. <laughs> I, I, I hopefully have a long life to just do anything creative that I want. Um, and theater was a way for me to not be myself at all. And music was a way for me to be entirely myself. Yeah. So those two kind of balance each other, like out of necessity for me chasing that feeling. The vinyls happened out of boredom from sobriety. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's an interesting thing too. Uh, yeah. I, mean, I try not talk to about... question the universe too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Talk about that a little bit, I guess. Like did that idea, would you say sobriety kind of open up your mind to that idea or is that just like, um, I, mean, um, I guess walk me through how that, how that process happened. So, uh, not to get too heavy into it, but like I went to the hospital about two and a half years ago for some liver and drinking issues and they said, stop drinking. So I said, okay. Uh, <laughs> and after you've drank so much for such a long period of time, time slows down. Like while your brain's getting used to the normal pace of everyday life. Um, so sometimes a day felt like a week. So I'm sitting there just bored out of my mind. Like I can't drink. I don't want to sit here and think about drinking. What can I do? I had this box of vinyls that a friend gave me. He's like, I don't want any of these here. Go and shoot like skeet shoot with them. I don't care. <laughs> wow. So, so I just grabbed them. I'm like, this has always been a really cool aesthetic. Let me try this idea. Um, and me not being an artist, I started printing some stencils and then that's how it happened. <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, you know, with that and kind of exploring a totally new medium like that, yeah. uh, you know, like, did you, uh, did you feel like there were a lot of like failures for a while and then eventually it worked or did it just sort of click right away? Um, there were a few trial and error things so while well, i figured out what method worked the best i tried laminating some prints uh to where i could recycle them and like just continually use them but i found that laminating them makes them a little too thick to be flush on the vinyl mm. so the paint would get caught underneath the plastic and it, it would the whole thing would be a mess so just regular paper and then i tape it and dispose of the paper afterwards that's really cool, man. That's yeah. Yeah. You'll have to walk me through like in depth, like what that process is um, a little bit later, because I'm definitely curious about that. And I'm sure our listeners are too. So I wanted to ask about uh, open mics. I know we did, we fully dove into this on uh, the say it loud podcast back when we were doing that. Um, yeah. And we talked about kind of the rules of open mics, like the unwritten rules rather, and like kind of what that is. But I guess I want to know as an update, I know you're doing that right now. Like, what's that like? I, I haven't been to one. I haven't really been out in public much at all. But, you know, I'm I'm interested 
and what that is like. I know you're live streaming them and all that stuff, but yeah, walk me through like what that's so, all. So it's been a very interesting process. Um, talking with the, the management of uh, Speakeasy where I host it and we're all on the same page in that, in the regard of like, Hey, um, we need to not be part of the problem. So like we need to take all these health guides into account. Uh, fortunately, Speakeasy has a plethora of microphones. Like yeah. they have two giant boxes of microphones. So what I've been doing is um, what, the, what the venue did, they separated all the seats. So there's no tables that are closer than six feet apart. They're all, and it's a pretty big space. So everyone's pretty spread out. Uh, staff is always masked. I try to be stay masked as the entire time, pretty much. Uh, and every performer gets their own microphone, which I sanitize right before and afterwards. Uh, and just That's... keep it separate from the rest of the microphones. Other than that, it's kind of business as usual, other than a little bit more downtime between switching out mics. Yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, it's like, I almost wonder now, like, if that should just always be the case, <laughs> you know, like everyone, you know, or like just <clears throat> to wipe down between acts because, like, it's just something I, you know, never really thought about that much until this year. I think we're all yeah. thinking about that stuff more. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, you would think it it should have been something that we should have been doing for a while. <laughs> yeah, like COVID, before COVID, you know. Like uh, before COVID, I, I don't know if I want to get on the mic right after a uh, harmonica player. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly, <laughs> man, exactly. But I did like, several just times. A, just a <laughs> doggy microphone. <laughs> yeah, man. On your personal Facebook profile, there's a quote at the top that says, a uh, friend once told me, I'm just a kid with my guitar. I just want to play. I try to live up to that. Um, so what does that mean to you? Um, that quote is by a musician who you may or may not have known, um, Jay Wolf. I don't think I do. Maybe. Um, he, he hung around the, uh, the firehouse scene for a little bit, and then he went and did... Um, Horseshoe Lounge, I think, with Anna B. Okay. So that was his scene. And uh, right around the time that I was doing Stopping Grounds. And um, it was back when, like, I was relatively new to the scene. And I know, like, when Clint had just moved here. I think we moved here around the same time, right? What year did you move here? October 2012. 2012. I moved here in 2011. Okay, yeah. Like, the, the end of 2011. Nice. So... You know, those conversations we used to have being the young bucks, like, what, how do you think we can make it? How can we stand out in this scene? Let's form a super band through open mic. You oh, know, yeah. those, that era. <laughs> yeah, um, I had a few of those. And, you know, I was having one of those conversations with Jay, and he just said, man, I'm just a kid with my guitar. I just, I just want to play. <laughs> like, he had no really super huge ambitions of, like, superstardom or any of that naivety that we used to have back in the day. Uh, I mean, not that aiming for that is naivety, but just like our younger minds. <laughs> well, it's, um, it's interesting, you know, getting caught up in all the other stuff, right? Like, you know, promoting your album, you know, social media posts and like 
everything, you know, that you could focus on besides actually playing the guitar, you know? So it's like a really, it's, it's an interesting and I think important reminder of like, yeah, maybe we should just all find that within ourselves, you know, at least that's for me, that's kind of how I, I look at that. Um, I mean, how many friends do you know? How many friends can you count that have probably said we should start our own record label? (laughs) Yeah, plenty. (laughs) Plenty. Uh, And nothing against the idea, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll take you, guaranteed to take you further away from actually playing music. (laughs) You know, all these other things, you know. Like, just play your guitar. (laughs) Just play it. Just play it. I want to hear it. Um, So... Yeah, another thing I want to get to is your uh, your Twitch live streams that you're doing. Um, really fun stuff, man. You're doing gaming. You're doing music. Sometimes you'll live stream from your shows and just kind of set up a camera, it looks like. And that's yeah. really cool. Um, so kind of what, uh, what got you into that? Like, what, why do you do that? All so that, that, that was completely um, – I mean, I've always been a gamer, but like kind of been a solo gamer. Just I buy video games, play it my downtime um i made a vinyl uh as i've been doing pretty much since slightly before um tiktok i mean since slightly before the lockdown i've been making vinyl portraits of tiktokers okay um and there was this girl i came across her name is ricky and uh she's a gamer uh really cool content like i really enjoyed her videos she's uh super cool and so i decided to make a portrait of her as a surprise video like hey blind react to this video uh this is not someone i've met in person this is someone that she lives in north dakota um but tiktok kind of connecting us all (laughs) yeah um and so i made a portrait of her and then her community her twitch community kind of like reached out to me like hey thank you so much for doing this for like this girl that we all um, kind of follow and uh, play video games with come and join our community. Um, So I did that. And then I was like, I mean, these people are all playing the games that I love to play. So I should just buck up and play with them. (laughs) Yeah. Like, especially if I'm not going out and being social uh, with a bunch of other people right now because of lockdown, I can be social every night um, while streaming and talking to the, like building new friendships all around the world right now. So that's That's, kind of how it happened. (laughs) That's so, that's so interesting. That's like a world I don't know a lot about and something I want to dive into more as we go. Um, So I I may start live streaming on, on Twitch soon. I'm kind of, playing with the idea but you know we'll see kind of what happens you know you should do it get dead by daylight and then me you and matt can play dead by daylight (laughs) i don't even know what that game is i I am a gamer i I like to play uh... so dead by daylight is like a couple of people in the lobby basically there's one killer and like four uh people trying to escape the killer so you can either be the killer or the four people working together to try to escape Okay, I think I've heard of this, maybe. Uh, but yeah, that sounds fun, dude. Um, yeah, so, yeah, please, everyone, go follow him on Twitch. Uh, it's Raul the Human Taco. Um, yeah, I wanted to separate it from my music identity. For sure, <laughs> yeah. And uh, everybody loves tacos, so. Exactly. Why love Raul, you know? That's that's the 
That's what I think. I think you I should mean, use that talking. as your tagline. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So are you working on, you kind of hinted at working on a, a fourth album. Is that something that's uh, coming oh. together or? Um, so the fourth album was the, uh, the bird at the heart and the mechanical part. Oh, my bad. So fifth. I, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Fifth album, I have no idea, honestly. Okay. Uh, okay. I've written I've written one song that I think is worth a damn. Um, out of the like thirty other tries. <laughs> um, I understand. But even that. the even it being worth a damn is like okay, this still needs a lot of editing. Um, but there's there's something there. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So it's the start. <laughs> hey, album number five what it takes sometimes and yeah if you want to go check out Raul, Raul's music go to modern day Midas anywhere you listen to music you can find his stuff it's uh it's it's great um I really like the most recent album I would suggest that is a great way to start the bird the heart the mechanical parts there's a lot of different stuff going on there with violin and like yeah real songwriting and just yeah it's good stuff man a lot a lot of backup vocals and it's it's good it's good production man i really enjoy it and thank you songwriting because it got torn apart by daily austin music if you're listening colin (laughs) (laughs) yeah he he, he's not afraid to do that (laughs) no and you know what uh he he was very fair in his points um the parts that he and i disagree with in regards to production choices there are some things that just slipped but the parts that we disagree with um ultimately it's my project so that's how i intended it <laughs> yeah for sure i mean yeah it's all it's all grain of salt man you know it's like at the end of the day you're the artist so <laughs> you know it's yeah. like what about you man what what's i i see you've done video um but yours seems a lot more spread out than the average performer what do you mean just like um it, it seems like I mean, I I need to probably update myself on uh, how frequently you're going live for performances, but it felt like you have like you purposely stepped away to approach things differently. Yeah, I um, mean, it it was for a while like that. I think you know, from my perspective, live streaming was terrifying to me, um, and like the whole concept of um, just going on a camera and playing for. God knows who on the internet and not having that reaction from a crowd in the room was just, it was something that I had to get over because it was like really nerve wracking. And like the first one, you can watch it, man. It's, I felt just, just so nervous. I can't even explain what that's about. Like, and you know, right afterwards I was like, I like just shut off the thing and like left the room and I was like shaking, you know, it was like a great, Oh, wow. I felt like I had just played this ginormous arena show. Like it was like that. And it went well. It was just like this weird fear that I had. And then, so like I did that and I was like, okay, it was a rush in a way to like overcome that fear with myself and then, and then have it not go that poorly. Like people were watching, people were commenting, that kind of stuff. I want to do this again. So it was like spread out for that reason more so because it was like just a new thing that I was really nervous about. And then, uh, and then now like, it's just a little bit more like 
okay, this is just like something that I do now and uh, it feels more normal and like I don't feel nervous like that. And like, yeah, it's, uh, it's been once a week now, every Wednesday night. So that's uh, it's been fun for sure. Yeah, dude. that's yeah. that's kind of how uh, playing on Twitch was for me, because my initial idea with TikTok was building a following to be able to go live and then perform live on on TikTok. And then I did one live performance and I was like, no, this is not the medium for me. Like this particular platform is not. And then when it came to Twitch, uh, I got my gaming set up and then I realized I could live stream from my phone. So I'm like, well, I've been doing this for since well before the lockdown. Yeah. Like I know, I know how to interact with my phone. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. I know, I know how to feel comfortable knowing my phone is on and there are people viewing from random places yeah i think some of us like like yourself it sounds like you had sort of a head start from just what you you've been doing um you know and yeah it's, it's for me it was a totally totally new world that like i was like oh like before you know covid and stuff i was just like i don't think i'll ever really get into that but now i've done it and i'm like i really like this i really really enjoy it um so it's yeah, it's it's become a really fun thing, and a lot of the same people keep coming back, and then more people here and there will come in and and watch, and it's 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 just a good good way to keep some sort of music community happening, and that's it's been it's been pretty cool doing different sort of themes and stuff, which I'm gonna work in more. I'm gonna do a Christmas one for sure, like a total all Christmas songs live stream. It'll be fun later this week. Are you going to uh, write any Christmas songs? I don't know. I don't have anything in the works at the moment. So I might, if something, if something kind of like comes together pretty quick, I might do that. But, um, what if you no. wrote like a New York Christmas song? Cause I feel like Christmas in New York is something really special because I've never been, but yeah. just the way it's always portrayed, it feels like it's something really special to behold. Yeah. I mean, it is, and I can tell you, I've been to. I, of course, you're referring to the city, like you know, I'm from yeah. just like you're really from small town in upstate New York. <laughs> so, like, I would go to New York once a year, you know, New York City once a year or so. Um, but sometimes I would be around the holidays, and yeah, man, it's something to see for sure. Like the the tree, like just Times Square, all decorated like that and stuff. It's it's pretty cool for sure, man. Um, but yeah, wanted to ask you something before we get into like really talking about uh, Midas Vinyl. Um, I wanted to ask you something I've been asking all the guests on this show. Uh, and I think you do a, a big variety of things. So I'm really interested in what your answer is going to be. But if you could be successful at any other type of art form besides, let's say, music or creating vinyl or <laughs> or gaming or <laughs> whatever... <laughs> What would it be? Is there something else that you haven't explored yet that you that you are really curious about? It's it's not that I haven't explored it. I just haven't explored it um, outside of an academic standpoint uh, would be acting. Cool. Because acting was my main focus in college. And I've, I've had very minimal experience outside of academics. And I know that it's a totally different world. Uh, and I would love to be able to express that part of myself again like acting off of people that are way better than me <laughs> <laughs> well that's interesting I, and i think maybe something people don't know uh necessarily about you is that you're very passionate about acting and and theater um 
and you know you come from that background educationally and all that stuff um do you think that that background plays into your music at all or kind of how you create these um, videos or anything like that i i think uh my my music's gotten progressively darker the more depressed i get <laughs> i mean older i get that makes sense uh, yeah. <laughs> um what i think acting has done from a creative standpoint i don't really know other than just some theatricality in general like but i i think that trend that theatricality is also for myself just kind of ingrained in me yeah. so um I think that it uh, it attached itself to my personality, <laughs> which yeah. which then went out into the world and did other things. <laughs> yeah, that's that's so that's so interesting. Um, well, yeah, I'm I'm really glad we got to catch up and talk about all the stuff you're working on. Uh, but yeah, I really want to talk about Midas Vinyl. Um, it's it's a really cool thing that you you've started to do, and um, I think how you've been doing it at least a couple of years now right um since about a month after sobriety so since i just got to check my calendar for sobriety uh <laughs> since He's july his tattoo of, on his arm by yeah the way. i have a tattoo on my arm of 6 16 18 so oh, wow. since since 2018 i've been doing these that's so cool man and uh you know for my listeners um what would your elevator pitch be about what you're doing with this? So I take recycled vinyls and uh, I put port stencil portrait work on them, essentially. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so an image of a loved one or an image of a character you really like. And I put it on the vinyl and it's really easy to hang up and just have a piece of wall decoration that's unique to you. Yeah. It's, it's very special because it's so customized um, to whatever you want. I mean, you know, with, with my situation and, you know, I've had, I, I've had a couple experiences, um, you know, hiring you to do this because it's uh, it's so cool to me. It's such a unique idea. And like um, I, I did one uh, for my parents for Christmas a few years back uh, where I just sent you a fo photo we all really liked to just the three of us, you know, and uh, and it was like right after a, it's a photo taken right after like a really big stub show that uh my my band fair city fire did so like a really a really important memory to you it was a great moment yeah and they they came down for it it was an album release show there was a big crowd a lot of adrenaline and then just somebody snapped i don't even remember who took the photo but somebody took took my phone was like let me let me take this photo of you guys and and it was just like it's one of my favorite photos of us and it was just such a cool moment and to be able to send that to you to kind of capture this in a totally different way it's so yeah. cool and it's it's just it's hanging up in my parents living room and it's so special every time i go home i see it it's one of the first that's, things i see you know that's wonderful man <laughs> yeah so it's cool and you know i think that's one reason um you know i i want to highlight you know your this as like a creative small business people should really check out and consider um hiring you for for stuff and you know another time is i i had you do one for my my girlfriend's uh, dogs and she yeah <laughs> she and then uh <laughs> you had it you had a few for kids in the new group right 
yeah, that was cool too. Uh, yeah, when I was working there, I, I that uh, one was challenging. <laughs> I, oh, dude, yeah, because of all the layers and the colors, and I'm like, okay, how do I approach this? <laughs> See, you can. It took me can, a minute. You can challenge Raul too, man. He'll he'll get after it. <laughs> uh, so I guess you know, for me. I know you, so I just sent you a Facebook message or something asking you about yeah. it and sent you photos. But like for a listener that doesn't know you, what's what's the best way to kind of hire you and, and make this happen um, for a loved one? So I had an Etsy that I I I don't know if I it's set up, but uh I I don't know how to use Etsy. <laughs> so <laughs> Midas Vinyl, uh you type in Midas Vinyl into the Facebook and you should see like a yellowish picture and uh, click on it and you should see the vinyl portraits kind of splayed out. Um, actually, I think the picture is a like yellow to orangey tint thing with like a paintbrush yeah. um, for the profile picture. And you just send me a message on there and we could talk. I, I try to make the prices as reasonable as possible because I'm not, I'm not greedy, you know, and they're therapeutic for me essentially to do like they're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it has to be cool. Um, creating those moments for people too, because, um, you know, for, you know, I kind of explained my, you know, my, my loved one's reactions to this, you know, and how special it was, but you know, you, you, you on your, you can follow uh, Raul on, on uh, Facebook and, and you have, do you have a Instagram for Midas final yet or? Um, not a separate one. I, okay. I have my modern day Midas, like I have modern day Midas as everything except for Twitch. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. So, so I you have know, what I was going to say domain. is, <laughs> you've got this awesome, uh, a couple awesome reaction videos where you can really see uh, these. Uh, I think they're both content creators. I believe one of them definitely was like a TikTok person. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I still, I'm actually like, I just finished a TikToker last night and I'm working on another one. Cool. Um, I, I love doing those because seeing their like reactions, they get tagged in a video and they're like, okay, what is this? And then they, see themselves painted and uh just like seeing that initial reaction is just really really cool to me that's so cool and also like a, a really good way to see like you know what what it's actually like probably to get something like that from, from yeah someone. it's just such a different sort of thing and i'll definitely have to post some photos in the comments of you know all the posts about this show um so people can see because uh, it's uh, it's so interesting talking about something so visual on an all audio format <laughs> but you know i think you know there's easy ways to see this stuff go check out midas vinyl and then yeah. you know I'll, I'll make sure to post stuff for sure so people can for, see what it looks like for me what what it turned into um and th this sound this might sound a little strange what it turned into it went from being a hobby out of necessity so i don't get bored and drink to a um a little bit again of like chasing a feeling uh like i was mentioning earlier oh i feel like i'm really dark hold on <laughs> there we go there's a lamp um so i like doing them a lot for people that um i love seeing the reactions because it, i 
like seeing someone's reaction to just kindness, especially on TikTok, because I'm like, I'm sending you this. I'm paying to ship it. Don't worry about it. Um, I do sell these on the side, but but for this, like, I'm just I'm giving you this as a gift. Yeah. Uh, and I, I love doing it as a kindness, uh, especially when it's something like kind of personal. Someone like that's my face. <laughs> yeah, totally. um, just seeing the kindness, like seeing how they react to kindness is a very interesting thing for me. That's awesome, man. That, and so unique. Um, so I know that you use um, recycled vinyl. Uh, so yeah. I guess, is that like an important thing for you, making sure you're not being wasteful or like something like that? You know, is that, that an element I, of it? I try to, yeah, well, otherwise they're just going to sit on a shelf or someone's going to have them sit in a box somewhere for 30 years and then maybe they'll get destroyed or something. But for example, I just got this. Um, I'm just showing you the front of Pop Variety. So this thing came with uh, 10 vinyls in it. Yeah. That this box was probably, I just noticed it the other day and I looked at it. That box was sitting there for months in the clearance shelf and most likely no one's going to pick up that box. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take these. And I tried to listen to every vinyl before I paint on it to at least give it like a, a little bit of respect. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have uh, thought of that. That's awesome. That's just my own little personal thing. Cause I'm like, I'm a musician too. If someone did this to my vinyl, it'd be really cool. But I'm also like, well, now you can't hear my songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's it. Well, it's interesting thinking about you like digging through vinyl, like for a totally different reason than anyone else does. You know, it's like everyone's looking for like an old Beatles record or like Zeppelin. And yeah. you're just looking for like a a box with 10 vinyls in it that probably won't get sold. <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah. a really totally different animal. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not going to paint over like a. I found I find like a first edition yesterday uh, on a forty five. Oh man. I'm not painting over that shit. <laughs> no, no way, no way, man. I I'd come over there and beat you up. I think. <laughs> yeah, and like I, bubble. I have one in my collection, and I'm like, I, I I'm, I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna put it on very gently. I'm gonna listen to it. An original print. Okay, cool. Now it's just gonna go in this medically sealed envelope. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so has there been anyone that sent you anything uncomfortable to, uh, to put, to design on a vinyl? Not really uncomfortable. Uh, this one woman, um, she found me through TikTok, uh, cause I did a portrait for a bigger creator who did a whole video, like kind of giving me a little promo, um, and uh, she sent me like a boudoir set mm. of pictures uh, that she was having a couple of different images made for her wife for her work office. Okay. <laughs> so it like it wasn't anything nude. It wasn't anything lewd. It was it was lewd, but nothing nude. It was just like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah well that's 
so you could you can hire Raul for that too. And also, it sounds like you're pretty easygoing. So it's like you know, <laughs> I have no bubble anymore. Yeah. Theater took my bubble from me. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, dude. <laughs> I have an entire story about that, but I don't. It's not PG. <laughs> I mean, that could be. I do like a bonus section for Patreon right. only, so we could definitely get into that later. <laughs> for your Patreon only, I'm going to tell you all why I have no bubble. Please. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask, just because I'm curious, is there anything that makes some of these designs more tricky than others? I know you mentioned different colors can make it tricky. Um, just uh, depending on the layers and stuff like that, none of them are really particularly tricky. Um, sometimes the paper is, like the paper that I print the image on is kind of thin in different places. Or I overshoot on when I'm, when I'm carving something out. So, for example, I can show you this since we're on Zoom. This area right here with the mouth. Yeah. Sometimes I accidentally cut this attachment line off. Yeah. And I have to tape it back and try to make sure that it was exactly where it was. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, otherwise the person's face is going to be like perfect and their mouth is going to be over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so things like that uh, get frustrating when they happen. And um, I do my best to remedy it. If I can't, I just go and print out another paper. Yeah. Sometimes same image. You just got to start over, I guess, you know, it's like a song, you know, sometimes it's just like you get into it, at least from my experience, you know, I've gotten into it. I'm like, okay, I've given this song like a ton of thought and it's total trash and I just got to start over <laughs> Yeah, know, or like something's just not working about it. Like I don't actually want to say this <laughs> a little too far down the rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting thing. Um, but sometimes that's what it takes in art is just to throw it out and start over or, you know, um, yeah, that's, it's, it's an interesting thing. Uh, you know, I talked to, Back to that author I talked to, you know, he said, it, you know, his book is 300 pages or something like that. Uh, but, you know, he said that that's only like a third of what he wrote, you know, like he had to cut oh, wow. so much stuff out of it because it didn't quite didn't quite fit with the rest of the story. And I'm like, man, that is a new level of like that sounds different to me than like I wrote this song and spent a lot of time on it and then it's gone. That sounds like a whole nother level. <laughs> You know, it's so that's you're like I'm throwing these pages away. Like, yeah. how, <laughs> Never how do you to be come seen. to that? How do you come to that decision? I think uh, with authors, especially published ones, you know, they have uh, often like a group of readers that give feedback before something comes out. Something I, I learned from Adam. Uh, so, you know, there's kind of some stuff that they'll say and, you know, you could take it or leave it, but that's got to be scary too. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, they're they're seeing the product before you put it out there, and it's like, ooh. Yeah, here's my heart and soul. Check it out. Tell oh, me everything just... wrong with it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe the character would do that. <laughs> Fuck you! You didn't write this character. Fuck you! I wrote this character. That character is a reflection of me. Uh... Yeah, <laughs> this character is my id and my super ego. <laughs> Well, dude, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate getting the chance to catch up with you and talking yeah, about man. all the stuff you're doing, especially Midas Vinyl. I definitely wanted to give that a shout out and hope that 
it's right before the holidays. So if you're thinking about Christmas gifts, I know it made a good one for, for my family. So it might be a little bit short notice. I don't know, but make sure to talk to Raul soon. You know, time is. (laughs) I don't, I don't have a lot of, uh, shows in December. So, um, I have a lot of free time right now. (laughs) Hit him up, hit him up. Like right now, as soon as you hear it, like if you think of something, a, a photo that you want to put on a vinyl, Hit up Raul. Uh, he kind of told you how to do it, but yeah, make sure you go to Midas Vinyl on Facebook and then just send them a message and uh, he'll get it and tell you kind of what's next. It's a pretty easy process and uh, yeah, he's not going to not gonna kill you financially either. So I'll let, I'll let yeah, you know that, that part out with him, but you know, just, uh, <laughs> but yeah, thank you again. I uh, appreciate your time. Absolutely, man. Thank you for listening to the Greetings from Wherever podcast. To support the show, please visit patreon.com slash brianwolfmusic or just like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you and we'll see you next time.